Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. Today's scripture verses from the Old Testament book of Psalms 78, 1 through 8, tell of the responsibility for faithful discipleship of the next generation. Pay attention, my people, to my instruction. Listen to the words I speak. I will sing a song that imparts wisdom. I will make insightful observations about the past. What we have heard and learned, that which our ancestors have told us, we will not hide from their descendants. We will tell the next generation about the Lord's praiseworthy acts, about his strength and the amazing things that he has done. He established a rule in Jacob. He set up a law in Israel. He commanded our ancestors to make his deeds known to their descendants so that the next generation, children yet to be born, might know about them. They will grow up and tell their descendants about them. Then they will place their confidence in God. They will not forget the works of God, and they will obey his commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors, who were a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that was not committed and faithful to God. Now, Ask yourself, how confident are you to carry out God's mandate to the next generation? Or should you do it at all? I invite Pastor Jim Meadows up front. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Pastor Tony asked me, I think it was uh, Father's Day, he asked me if I could cover a Sunday for him sometime during the summer. Uh, He said, you know, something will come up, you know, COVID or something will come up. So if you could kind of, um, you know, prepare to do a, a cover of the pulpit for me sometime during the summer, would you? And I said, well, of course I will. And so didn't seem, didn't think it would come this fast, but well, here we are. So on that Father's Day, I thought a lot about my dad, as a lot of us do. And I thought about a particular story about him that I'm going to tell you in a minute. Well, it, it's about confidence. And during this whole week, I've been thinking about and hearing in my head Julie Andrews riding on the bus on the way to Captain Von Trapp's house in The Sound of Music singing her confidence song. If you remember, I am confident in sunshine. Anyway, that's been going through my head all week. So let me tell you first my dad's confidence story. My My dad was the oldest of three boys growing up in South Dakota. His father, my grandfather, whose name was Irving Beaconsfield Meadows, who my middle name is Irving, and that's where that comes from, uh, had a stroke when my dad was uh, 12 years old. And my dad, being the oldest boy, sort of became the, the man of the family and had two younger brothers. They all ended up in the Marine Corps during World War II. My dad received a Purple Heart, uh, came back from the war, 
and uh, started his own business. And when I was growing up, my dad, by the way, was a short, bald man. Uh, he was about 5'8", a little chunky. He uh, started going bald when he was in his 20s, I think. Even in the Marine Corps, when he was 21, he was balding already. And he wasn't really the mover star type. But every morning uh, in the bathroom, he'd get up and he'd you know, wash his face and he'd use the washcloth to wash his whole head because there wasn't really much up there anyway. And he'd get all done, he'd brush his teeth and all the things that you do in the morning. And he'd, when that was all finished, he'd look in the mirror and he'd say, damn, I'm good looking. That's confidence. My dad had no problem being bald. He used to tease men. He used to tease men uh, who were starting to bald, go bald, and he'd say, I had hair like that six months ago. So there's, there's a lesson in confidence from my dad. And I thought, well, other people have stories about confidence. So I looked up a few, and here's one from Mahatma Gandhi. He said, now you have to listen real carefully, because when I finish reading this, I hardly know what he says either. So, man often becomes what God believes himself to be. If I keep on saying to myself that I cannot do a certain thing, it is possible that I might end by really becoming incapable of doing it. On the contrary, if I have the belief that I can do it, I shall surely acquire the capacity to do it, even if I may not have it in the beginning. Did you get that? And then from another well-known philosopher and spiritual leader, Mae West, she said, a dame that knows the ropes isn't likely to get tied up. And from Pablo Picasso, when I was a child, my mother said to me, if you become a soldier, you'll be a general. If you become a monk, you'll be a pope. Instead, I became a painter and wound up as Picasso. So our question for today, hearing from these people who talk about the confidence in themselves, where does our confidence lie? There are a lot of reasons why not to feel very confident in these times. Traditionally, we have found our confidence in places like our government, in our elected officials, and in, in, in now we talk a lot about election integrity. Do we find our confidence there? Perhaps we find our confidence in our scientists and in Scientific breakthroughs, and again, during the pandemic, we've heard so much about the science of, of um, vaccines and the science of infections. Do we find our confidence in our churches, in uh, other social institutions? Do we find confidence in law enforcement agencies and in our courts and in our criminal justice system? Again, we've been hearing a lot about that lately. Maybe we find our confidence in our schools and in our colleges. Those are the institutions that we have placed our confidence. We look for confidence in ourselves. We look for confidence in one another. 
We look for confidence in our future and in the future of our children and our grandchildren. And on this 4th of July weekend, we have placed our trust in our remembrance in our government and in the institutions we rely on to protect our democracy, for that's what we celebrate this weekend, is our democracy. As Lincoln said, of the people, by the people, and for the people. So what do we do when our confidence wanes? And I think there's a lot of that in our world today. Never has our nation been so politically divided as it is today. Each side regarding the other side just sides that they don't agree with and referring to that side as the enemy, the enemy. We've politicized the global pandemic and every response to it, often forgetting that a million Americans died because of it. And many millions others will be affected for perhaps the rest of their lives. Our schools are desperately seeking for teachers. Our police departments are understaffed at a time when violent crime proliferates, and we've seen that a lot in our last few weeks. Our hospitals and our nursing homes are struggling to fill the vacancies that occurred during the pandemic, especially. We're all feeling the effects of climate change in the destructive weather that seems to be coming every week. There's a new storm. And our Supreme Court is beginning to reflect our political divide more than ever. We have a war in Ukraine that is having a global impact, especially on those who rely on that region for their food supply. I didn't know until Ukraine was invaded how important Ukraine just one single country is the breadbasket of Europe. So who do we rely on in such a chaotic and scary days? In whom do we put our confidence? Let me read again a portion of our lesson. God established a rule in Jacob. God set up a law in Israel. God commanded our ancestors to make God's deeds known to their descendants so that the next generation, children yet to be born, might know about them. They will grow up and tell their descendants about them. Then they will place their confidence in God. They will not forget the works of God and they will obey God's commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors who were a stubborn and rebellious generation a generation that was not committed and faithful to God. If in fact our confidence is shaky in these troubled times, I'm convinced that it can be restored by considering the wonderful examples for us that have been set by fellow Americans who have stepped up in these times of pandemic and social challenges. Our first responders, our police, our firefighters, our EMTs, our doctors and nurses and hospital staff who put their own lives and the lives of their families at risk to care for COVID-19 victims 
especially when our hospitals were overwhelmed with very sick people. Examples of our school teachers, the administration and staff who had to learn a whole new way of educating their classes virtually, keeping their students on track in their education. And we've learned from our national and local legislators who have been willing and courageous enough to cross the aisle and do the right thing, even at the risk of their own political futures. Our lesson from the psalm indeed charges us with passing our knowledge of God's deeds on to the next generation so that they may have confidence for themselves. God's deeds were and continue to be seen in the unselfish devotion to their patients of our hospital staffs. God's deeds continue to be seen in the love and care of our teachers and our school staff for their students. God's deeds are seen in our elected officials who take the oath of office seriously ahead of their own personal ambitions. To me, these folks are among those who restore my confidence that we Americans will see ourselves through our current troubles. God's blessings are not always flashy. They're not always reported upon in the news, but they are expressed in everyday love and compassion for our sisters and our brothers in our neighborhoods. We rely upon the love and blessings of God, who is alive in our hearts so that we may have confidence in God's inspiration to trust in love over hate, justice over oppression, and truth over falsehood. Confidence tells us our blessings far outweigh our burdens. And on this Independence Day weekend, we remember those who signed that great declaration, a sign that put their very lives at risk. We, as their descendants, give thanks for their courage and their belief in that higher purpose that we and all persons are to be free. I pray today that we all feel the confidence those signers felt as we continue the journey in this experiment we call democracy. And may the love of God that we find in Jesus guide us in whatever our future holds. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at beatitudeschurch.org backslash online dash giving. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.